Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with host Wendy Jones. Wendy and her guests are here to help you answer all your questions about growing old. Now, here is Wendy. My name is Wendy Jones, and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. This program is designed to answer your questions about tomorrow, but we do it today. And I wanted to start by sharing with you this new podcast all about conversations on aging, what we do as we age, how it happens, why it happens, and what are resources for us. Because guess what? Nobody wants to talk about this. We want to talk about all the fun things we do in our lives. We want to talk about retirement. We want to talk about all the things that you want to do with your grandkids and leaving legacies. But nobody wants to talk about aging, do they? And guess what? It happens to everyone. This is something that nobody can escape. So why not have that conversation? Why not start it today? And that's why we're here. Next Steps for Seniors will be brought to you each and every week on the Voice America podcast. And just to give you some background on Wendy Jones, we actually have a company in Michigan called Next Steps for Seniors. Now, we are growing every day. We are expanding our territories, and you can find us online. But the reason that we started this program is because we get calls each and every week, hundreds of calls into our office. And what we do at the office is we help people navigate the crazy system of healthcare because it can be overwhelming. And if you've ever had a loved one who really has been in the hospital or can't live alone anymore and you're running back and forth to their house, you're bringing meals, you're trying to help them get out of bed, I'm talking to you. That's who I'm talking about right now because you've lived the life and you know what happens. And those that haven't lived this yet, guess what? The day will come when it does happen and you're going to be better prepared because you listen to this podcast. And that's why we're here. Because of the experience in the industry for years, we're able to share resources and information with you to help you get through those times a little easier than you may may have without us. So the goal truly of this program is a national podcast because we want to give this information that we have all locked in our little minds and in our bodies from all the experience we have, but we want to share it with you. Why? Because it's invaluable information and it's information that everybody will need. So we want to mix in a little bit of what I've learned in the industry, what I've heard people go through as far as pain and stress and planning and experiencing, because so many things happen today. You've got a lot of, I'm going to say chronic disease states that are starting earlier and earlier. Some of those are Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, You've probably heard um, numerous different words when it comes to dementia, but dementia is the umbrella, but there's a lot of different types. And you're going to learn about that on this program. The other things you'll be learning about really is home care, what the difference is between in-home care and we call it private duty or home health care. Some of you are probably like, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. So this is the information that you gain on this program. So the goal each and every week is to bring you a different topic. And those topics will continue to change and new ones will be coming in. So here's a, here's a few examples. Hospice. What does hospice do? It can be a wonderful thing. And 90% of the people that I talk to wish 
that they would have brought hospice in sooner. So that's a topic that you'll be hearing about on this podcast. Another one, what's the difference between assisted living and independent living? What is memory care? What does that mean? How much does it cost? These are additional topics you'll be hearing on the program. Insurance, that one is coming up in just a few short weeks because we need to know what annual enrollment is. We call it open enrollment, annual enrollment. There's only one time throughout the year that you can make changes to Medicare. I don't even know if you know that. (laughs) So that's why you're tuning into this program and what all those different components are when it comes to that. We do everything we can to share this pertinent information with you because as you age, you start losing independence. You're not able to do the things that you used to do. Everything starts simplifying just a little bit. And you know what the hardest thing is about all of that? Us. We get in the way. Because why? We're stubborn, we're selfish, we don't want it to happen, and we think we can do things that we really, we can't do anymore. Let's be honest. And this is just an example. I had someone tell me the other day, you know, I've been uh, golfing from the black in the back, and now I need to move up a couple. And you know what? It's hard to do. But guess what? That's life. You can't hit from the back anymore. It's okay, Bill. Move forward. (laughs) But these are the things that we talk about on this program. We have to accept sometimes, and as we age, the limitations increase, okay? They start small, like moving your T forward, but they increase to not being able to drive anymore. And then what happens? You get Uber. I mean, who's the bright guy who came up with that idea? So this is why, but you need someone to help you with this, and that is why we are here today. Our goal is to walk through all of these things with you each and every week. And guess what? We love doing it. We have a ton of information and we love sharing it. So definitely tune in. Our first topic this week is actually called Funding Your Future. Funding Your Future is all about what the future holds financially. And I'll tell you, we get a lot of calls on money. In fact, I would say it would be the number one call. How am I going to afford this? And our first guest this week is from Preferred Financial Partners, and his name is Greg Shepler. Greg Shepler is the National Sales VP and is extremely experienced on all the different components we're going to talk about. And just to share with you a little bit about that, because the future is now. And Greg will be able to lessen the fear of those who hesitate to start planning now, but outlining the various vehicles that are within everyone's reach. So his explanation of how his budgeting works clarifies that you can still live life to the fullest, but not sacrifice the future by investing properly now. The same with those either about to retire or already retired. So the assets you have can be budgeted properly to help reduce taxes while paying out enough to let them live a lifestyle that you want. Because we need to scale back, but not all the time. (laughs) There's things you want. We all want things. So Greg has strategies for retirees that will help pass property and monies on to what? To your next generation. If I've heard it once, I have heard it a thousand times, but I want to leave something for my kids. And that's why you're listening to this program today on Funding Your Future, because everybody wants to talk about money. Good morning, Greg. Welcome. We're glad to have you here today. 
Thank you so much, Wendy. I'm excited to be here as well. We have a lot to talk about when it comes to money. You're absolutely right. And and like I mentioned, we're going we're gonna to have three different types of categories. Or I'm going to say separate components of what we're going to talk about. The first is going to be people who are still working, like me, for example. Right. <laughs> and we want to plan and we want to save for retirement. Uh, so I want to I want to ask you some questions in regards to that because as you know budgeting is is extremely important and I think this is just me when you turn fifty you start thinking about it am I right sure I don't know many yep. forty year olds that think about it yet <laughs> you're absolutely right and and when it comes to that um, the sooner you can start thinking and planning and putting something aside towards your future it's going to be valuable for you and it's called basic planning true very true. And if you think about the fundamentals of basic planning, generally speaking, if you look at your budget on a monthly basis, the after-tax dollars that are coming in, 50% of that should go towards your needs. The house, right? The car to get to work, the clothing, the food, that everything you need to survive. And 30% of that budget should go towards the fun stuff, going on vacation, going out to eat, things that you want to do that maybe aren't necessary like your needs, And 20% of that money should go towards your future in some capacity, right? Whether that's creating some sort of legacy for you, whether that's creating a a plan that can protect you along the way. Those are all things that you want to really budget for. And the quicker you start setting money aside towards your future, the better you're going to be set up for your legacy there. So anyone listening to the program right now who is 40 or under, you're ahead of the game. Yes, (laughs) I'm just going to say, right? Mm -hmm. Because- We should all be thinking about this. Very true. Don't wait till you're 50. You got it. And don't wait till you're retired for sure. Yes. Because that's already too late. It's already too late. So let's talk a little bit. We Actually, we only have a minute left left in this segment. Tell us, I mean, just give us a quick recap because there are a lot of things when, when people start thinking about money. And this is just when you say needs versus wants, sure, right? Sure, sure. Let's really focus on on what's important. And I tell people, it, you should plan like you're going to live to 100. Right. Because you don't know. You Nobody know. knows. Yep. Medical technology is constantly getting better. So people are living longer. And living longer means you have to have a better plan in place to ensure that you have the care you need, both medically and having the financial needs to be able to retire and live at at that same lifestyle that you live today. Exactly, exactly. Well, we're going to continue this conversation on funding for the future in just a few short minutes. We'll be back. You're listening to Next Steps for Seniors. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children, We will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. 
So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps, the number four, seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm Wendy Jones, your host, answering your questions about tomorrow, today. Each and every week, we have information for you. And as you know, we have Greg Schepler with us today from Preferred Financial Partners. And our topic this week is funding your future. Greg, in the last segment, we were talking about people that are still working, that are have some time to plan. And you mentioned 50% basic needs, 30% fun. Right. But what about that 20% that we're supposed to be saving income for retirement? Give our listeners a little bit idea of what what that looks like. How how do we save 20%? And what can we put that money into that will make money for us? Sure. And when you are still working, you may have something through your work, like a, a 401k, or if you're a teacher, it might be a 403b. Those are always good to utilize and at least take the free match that you receive. Typically, your employer gives you a, a match. Sometimes it's anywhere from 3 to 5%. So I always recommend put money in there and, and take advantage of the free money you might have available through work. That's going to help you maximize your retirement savings. And then on the individual side, there's something called an individual retirement account. That is where you can set money aside and you can have that invested however you'd like to invest it. You can do it on your own. You can work with a financial professional to do that for you. These are really great tools. And why they're great tools is they are deferring taxes and you're not paying taxes on the money that you put in and they're deferring it towards your retirement. Exactly. And we do need to be doing that, especially as we age. Yes. (laughs) Because we get limited income at some point. You don't have options to make more money on that. So let's talk about our health because as we're aging, things are happening to our bodies. One of the hugest questions that we ask every single person that calls in is, do you have long-term care insurance? And the reason we ask that is because the cost of assisted living is quite expensive, average between $6,000, $8,000 a month. So when we're talking, you need to have that kind of money a month, easy, just to care for yourself, not your spouse, nobody else, right? Absolutely. Tell us how long-term care insurance can help with that because my understanding is, number one, you got to buy it while you're young. They yes. say while you're healthy. While you're healthy. That's yep. the key word. That's the key word. And what's really important about that is when you buy it when you're young and healthy, you're going to get a benefit that's affordable, one. And two, that's 
going to provide you enough to cover an assisted living facility, a nursing care facility, or even if you're at your home and you start your care there, which most cases start in their home. So long-term care is structured a couple different ways, correct? You can do it. Okay. You can do it like a full max amount over a course of period of time. Correct. Okay. Share with our listeners, what are the, what are the different ways you can purchase? So a couple of different ways you can buy a long-term care plan. There's a traditional long-term care plan where you pay a set amount of premium on a monthly basis and you get a long-term care benefit pool that's usually accessed over a five-year period. And that generally pays you um, a monthly benefit that is a reimbursement benefit for any expenses you incur. Whether you're in your home, you're in a assisted living facility, you're in a nursing home, all of those areas, they actually will reimburse the cost incurred. And if your costs generally... Um, are around the average, which Wendy, you alluded to earlier, that's a plan that would that would be a good plan for you. And then the other type of plan that you can actually purchase is something with a long-term care rider on a life insurance plan. Okay. I'm going to hold you on that for one second because the five-year period is really important. Yes. And here's why. Here's why. The average person actually is only in assisted living usually for two years. And you say, why is that? Because they want to stay at home so long. Now, nowadays, you can get a long-term care policy that offers home care. So some a caregiver can come into your home and it's paid for. Huge benefit. Because why? Nobody wants to leave their houses. Yeah. We all want to stay home as long as possible, which I'm good with. We should. As long as we have the help we need in the home to stay there safely. Because what we don't want is to fall down the stairs, slip in the shower, fall getting out of bed. There are safety features that you can have in order to stay in your home that your long-term care policy will pay for. Then when you move to assisted living, again, it's only a limited number of years. Let's face it, you're probably 86, 87. I mean, yep. Yep. We don't want to live forever. I don't want to live forever. But the bottom line is this policy is five years. I think that's a perfect period of time. I Here's a question for you, and you probably sure. can't answer it, but how many people have you had live outside of the period of their long-term care policies? Not many. And when it comes to that five-year five period, yeah, yeah it's a, a very low number. And, and realistically, the the average stance in a, an assisted living or nursing home is, is 3.1 years. So you never typically go beyond that. I'm not going to say never. I don't want to use right. that word never. Right. How, That's why I say the average. We the all average. say average everything is exactly. approximate. Because yes, people can live you know 100 years. I oh, have yeah. a lady right now yes. who's 106 years old. God bless yeah. her. So this is, okay, so let's uh, let's move back into the additional benefit with the with the insurance. The sure. Yeah. So if you buy a life insurance plan, a lot of times you can add a long-term care rider or you can add a living benefit plan to it. Living benefit just means you have benefits while you're still living. And again, it helps you pay for those things um, that you might need in your future. So if you talk about long-term care, when you add it to a life insurance policy, what you're doing is you're accelerating your policy face amount to use for those long-term care costs, right? When you need it. And it's a, it, it's an advantage because when you buy that plan, it's always going to be something where you will receive a benefit out of, whether it's that that death benefit long-term that goes to your beneficiaries, or it's that long-term care benefit that actually goes to help you pay for care, 
pay for that home health care or pay for that assisted living facility that you need in your future. But it has to be a specific policy that you know that you can do that with ahead of time, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. So people can't say, oh, I have this term policy and I want to change it into whatever it is you're talking you about, the ADB, it. and you're not able to do that. And that's okay. important. And it, you know, if you bought a life insurance policy five, 10, or even 15 years ago, a lot of times those those may have not been available when you purchased it. So it's always good to sit down and get a review of your plan. And more importantly, figure out what is available today. And especially, especially if you're in good health today, that that could change. That That's something that you want to lock it in while you're still working. And, and more importantly, create that plan for your future so you have something that will cover you for those unexpected expenses. And, and here's a story, just to echo that. I had a 60-year-old woman that actually bought a long-term care policy, I want to say three months before she had a stroke. Now, she had no idea she was going to have a stroke, clearly. Three months before she bought a long-term care policy. Now, here's what changed. This is significant. She had four kids, none of them. None of them would be able to take care of her, number one, because they all worked full time and they all had young children. Wow. So they're all in their 30s, maybe young 40s. So all of them are working full time. All of them have young kids. So mom's 60. Her husband had already passed. So she's alone. If it wasn't the absolute best thing for her. Now, this is a a perfect scenario, right? Not every storm is perfect. We, (laughs) We hope that it is, but it's not. But she was able, and this is a fabulous story, She, we moved her into an assisted living. She lived there for four years, and she did a fantastic job getting so well and rehabbing that she actually moved into her own place after that four-year period. So did she use it all? No. no. She still has a year left. That's great. So this is, you know, you, you need this. This is a perfect yeah. example of why you should have a long-term care policy. And I would guess... 20%, and like I said, we get thousands of calls. I would guess 20% of the people have it. And whenever they say they do have it, us on the other line, we're always like, oh, yes, thank you. Right. Because it just makes it so much easier. It's so complicated trying to decide on what assisted living you can go into. But when you have to say, okay, I want this and I want this and I want this, but I don't have any money. It's a whole different level. You it just is. maximize the stress. But if you say, oh, I'd like all these things, but I have a long-term care policy, your life just changed because it's paid for. Yep. And this is why you're here today, Greg, you, because it's so correct. important to have these policies. You're absolutely correct. And, and when it comes to an actual policy that will provide you a benefit for the future, that is really, truly something if you're planning today – Keep that in the plan. Think about that 20% you're t- putting towards your future and put that money towards something that can provide you a benefit long term. And again, there's a lot of options out there. And I think that's what we're here to talk about today. Exactly. Is there a name of that policy that we can tell our listeners? I know that you're with a specific financial, which we're going to give your number in just a moment. Sure. But So there's actually uh, several different companies out there that offer it. Um, What's nice, at least what I do, and and I'm sure there's other advisors out there that do it, is we're fully independent. So we work with about 70 insurance carriers. So when we sit down with a client and we do a review with them, we usually like to pick what best fits their needs based on their health, based on their age when they apply, and based on what their goals are out of the plan um, that they're purchasing, whether it's a long-term care policy or it's a life with long-term care type policy, a more of a hybrid type policy as they're referred to. Exactly, exactly. So stay tuned because we're going to get into more detail on that in just a few moments. You're listening to Next Steps for Seniors. 
Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Hello, I'm Wendy Jones, the host of Next Steps for Seniors, preparing you for tomorrow, today. Our podcast, Coming Soon, discusses conversations on aging. It shares resources, information for you or those you love. Are you unsure of what to do? Do you know what the future holds for your loved ones? Or maybe you're exhausted from trying to figure out what comes next. Tune in to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at Next Steps, the number four, seniors.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, answering your questions about tomorrow today. And our topic today, as you know, is funding your future. We are here today with Greg Schepler from Preferred Financial Partners, and he's a wealth of knowledge because we are all working towards having more money and having the money we need to care for ourselves as we age. Everyone thinks everything's covered under insurance. And guess what? It's not. It's all out of pocket. We call it private pay. You have to pay for your own caregivers, your own assisted living, your own you know, meals. Everything that happens is out of pocket. Insurance does not cover this. Insurance covers medical, and we're going to have that topic next week, so stay tuned to Next Steps for Seniors. But today, the whole goal is making sure that you are prepared for what the future holds for you, and that is why Greg is here today. And we were just discussing in the last segment about the long-term care benefit, and my question to you, Greg, was what is the actual name? So if I'm calling my financial planner and I say to him, I would like this. You mentioned it's a long-term care rider? Yes. Okay. So that's what you're asking for. So long-term care rider, or it's also referred to as a chronic illness rider. So two terminologies are used, but they mean essentially the same thing. And when it comes to your life insurance plan, having that on there typically allows you to accelerate 2% of your face amount on a monthly basis to pay for care. And the difference between chronic illness, chronic illness is indemnity, or it just means that if you bought a $100,000 policy and 2% per month or 2000 per month, would you would receive that in the form of a benefit. And then you use it however you want to use it. Long-term care works the same way where you get the 2% per month, except it's more reimbursement. So if your medical costs were 1800 per month, they would reimburse you $1,800 for your $2,000 plan there. 
So that's the main difference between the two. So determining which one makes the most sense for you is a great conversation to have with your financial professional, your advisor. But looking at that and putting that in place is going to set you ahead so you have something to cover you um, when those when those unexpected things come up. And if you're going to make the call, I'm just going to put this in right now. Grab your piece of paper and pencil. You want to call Greg because he's the guy who's explaining all this to us from Preferred Financial Partners. His email is gshepler, S-C-H-E-P-P-L-E-R at preferfp.com. Super easy. You can also reach us at hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. So either one of us will be able to refer you to the correct person in your area that can help you with this long-term care policy. And I love the chronic illness writer. Yes. Very beneficial, extremely beneficial. Okay, let's tell me a little bit more. Now let's say we're retired, right? Because right. we transitioned from you either got it or you didn't get that long-term sure. care policy. Right. But now you're retired. You're working with the assets that you've saved. Right. I mean, there's very limited opportunity to bring in more funds. There is. Yeah, unfortunately. And when you get to retirement, you still have options. That's the thing to keep in mind. A lot of times an asset-based long-term care plan makes the most sense for you at that point in time. And asset-based long-term care is putting aside a set amount of money and it provides you with a long-term care benefit pool that you can use for when you need it. So let me give you an example. If you had... $50,000, $50,000, single amount, lump sum that you can set aside, that usually will buy you a four to five times benefit pool in long-term care benefit. So if you put that 50000 in and you got 250000 in a long-term care benefit, then you know you have a pool of money that far exceeds what that dollar amount you put in that you can use for those unexpected, those quite expensive long-term care costs that you might face in your future. But you still need to qualify and be healthy for that, You do, you do. Unfortunately, the the qualification isn't as tough as some of the other types of policies. However, you still have to be healthy for that. And there is still, you know, a point in time where if you're in your mid to late 70s, that it probably isn't going to be available for you, that type of coverage. Got it. Is there anything else you can think of that you want to share with our listeners in regards to that? So yes. I'm thinking, okay, yes, I knew you did. I, I, I do. <laughs> and and I think there's um, a really good point to put there because there are companies. So a lot of times when you, you buy a traditional long-term care policy or you buy a long-term care policy that's linked to a life insurance policy, you're having a coverage set aside. Now, another option that's out there, especially for those that may have had a health history or are taking medications, they may not qualify for one of those two plans that I just mentioned, is an annuity-based long-term care. So annuity-based, sometimes referred to as annuity care, um, is a product where you can set a lump sum aside, and then you're going to receive a benefit um, for your long-term care when you need it. And a lot of times they actually provide um, lifetime benefits or, or things like that that are built in their programs, which is nice. Less qualification on the health side. Generally speaking, you're probably not as getting a rich benefit as you would with some of the other policies, but it's still going to provide you with that policy, that coverage that you need to have for your long-term care needs. So give us an example of a person that would benefit from this annuity care. So sure. like a 70-ish, mid sure. to late 70s, maybe had a stroke in their 60s, like some something happened to sure. them, right? Sure, absolutely. That would have normally disqualified them, is that what you're saying, from a regular Correct. long-term care? So I'll give you an example. I worked with a couple um, 
wife was 68, husband was 71. He had a cancer history, colon cancer history. It had um, not reoccurred. Very luckily, he um, recovered from it. But it was only about two years out, which really put them out of any type of qualification for normal long-term care policies. Right. But they were able to get an annuity care and they were able to get a joint annuity care, meaning that they funnel their money together as a couple. I like and it. And what's great about that is that they have a benefit that will pay out to them for the rest of their lives if they need it for long-term care, whether it's husband or wife that, that needs the coverage. So it's a really great plan for them long-term. Fantastic. And this is, I, I have one more quote that I think is fantastic. Did you know when husband and wife are together that the life expectancy is longer? Yes. You did. <laughs> and actually, all of the companies out there that offer these plans know it as well, because what's great about that is they provide, sometimes they provide discounts for couples applying together. Or even if you apply as a individual, if you're married, you might get a discount over um, what you'd normally pay, which is, you know, so the companies know it as well, knowing that, you know, there's a much better survival rate long term. Absolutely. There is a benefit to that because you share life together. Exactly. You each take 50%. At least that's how it's supposed to be, right? Right, 50% of the stress goes on each person. You got it. That's great. So current situation, if you have parents and you're concerned about them and maybe they have they didn't get a long-term care policy. They don't have a lot of assets. Is there anything you can share with our listeners that they could possibly do now for their parents? Yes. And, and really, when it comes down to it, a lot of people that I sit down with um, sometimes are younger families and, and they have their, their parents at their home. They're taking care of them because they don't have that type of long-term care coverage they need to you know, survive long term. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, uh, the the things that you can put in place, there's always different types of tools and resources, you know, through Medicaid, there's tools and resources through Social Security that you have access to, um, to help you pay for that long term care. So things that are available. And again, it's always good to sit down with a financial professional to see what that looks like for you. And more importantly, just come up with a plan to, you know, plan of care to understand what are some of the costs that I'm going to incur? What is my path going forward? 83% of cases start in the home. People prefer to stay in their home if they can because they're more comfortable there. So these are all things that you want to really look at and come up with a plan of care and understand your costs and things associated with it from there. And we do have a program coming up soon as well that will discuss Medicaid in more detail along with the My Choice waiver. So we came up, the state, of my a my choice waiver program where you can actually it takes the place of Medicaid. So Medicaid, you're in a nursing home. Yes. But if you want to go into an assisted living, you could take advantage of the My Choice waiver, which is designed to keep people out of a nursing home and into an assisted living. So there are low income programs, like he mentioned, and yeah. we will talk about those in, in addition on this program. And it is important to know that they're available, but they are eligibility. You have to re- reach eligibility. Yes. So if you make too much money, yep. you're not able to qualify. But again, you can you can send hello at nextstepsforseniors.com those questions. And you can also email Greg, uh, share your email again, Greg, with it everybody. Is my first initial G, last name Shuffler, S-C-H-E-P-P-L-E-R at prefer fp.com. Feel free to email me anytime with your questions and I'd be happy to give you an impartial answer. What would you say is the most important takeaway to any of our listeners that might just be tuning in as we're closing up your segment here? 
I think with any segment that we talked about today, regardless of age or where you're at in your retirement journey, it's always good to put some plan in place. Sit down and, and talk to someone, talk to a financial professional, come up with a plan with what you have and what it can do for you long term. That's going to set you apart from just going into it thinking you know it all, right? And and I know I've talked to people before, so coming up with a plan and really creating something is going to be important. Exactly, exactly. Well, we want you to check out the notes on Voice America when you have time because there will be some more details with how to contact Greg at Preferred Financial Partners and also to Next Steps for Seniors. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Next Steps for Seniors, answering your questions about tomorrow, and we will continue this conversation on aging in just a few moments. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors, answering your questions about tomorrow today. We are going to continue our conversations on aging. And as you know, we did cover a lot of ground with our topic, Funding Your Future. And Greg did an excellent job explaining all the different things available to us. But I've got to tell you what's really heavy on my spirit right now is I want you to know that every person is different, right? We're all at a different level at a different time. And the real reason that I wanted our first podcast to be on the financial aspect is because so many people call our office every single day and they really, truly believe that everything is covered under insurance. And it is such an alarming moment when they find out it's not. And that's why this topic was so important to me, because you have got to plan. You have got to be ready for the future. There is no if, ands, or buts. When you're sitting in the hospital and they're discharging you and they say, which assisted living do you want to go to? And you say, I can't afford it. We have a problem. And it's a very serious problem unless your kids are going to take you in with them. So these are the conversations that we have each and every week. And I think it's important to process through that. And the other topics, as I, as I shared in the beginning, outside of the financial part is insurance, which we also talked about, but open enrollment, Medicare, in-home care and hospice, what an assisted living and independent living cost and what they include. And how about all the legal aspects? Have you thought about a power of attorney? Do you have one? Do you know what that is? <laughs> like these are the topics that we talk about every week. Common medical issues. We are going to have some physicians on this podcast that will be able to answer questions that you didn't even know the answers to. And you probably haven't been to the doctor in a couple of few years either, if I know, if I know the audience I'm listening to. But these are the reasons. This is the reason you're listening and tuning in right now to our podcast. And the other goal is really to give you a tip each and every week. And today's tip, because it's our very first podcast, is to like us, subscribe to us, and share us. So please, in your podcast, as you're tuning in right now, you can do that. It's going to help really a lot of people because guess what? Everybody ages. We don't have a target audience. It's everybody. And it's going to happen at some time or another. So please like, share, and subscribe. You definitely don't want to miss more of these topics on conversations on aging as we move throughout the weeks, as I just mentioned. And you also want to share this information because chances are high if it's happening to you, it's happening to someone you love and someone else you know. The other thing in our, in our last segments that we're going to do 
each and every week is our question and answer segment. So we have Greg back in the studio here to answer some of those questions that came in. And it was more so this week because it's our first program. It's questions that people have been asking me every time they call the office. And that's why I want to share this with you. The first question that I get all the time is, do my mom and dad have enough money? And people are very concerned about it when they realize their their loved ones are aging. They're like, wow, I hope that they're going to be okay because I don't have a lot of money and I don't think they do either. Well, I'm going to give you an example that's going to help you. The average, and I'm going to say 5,500, which by the way, depending on the market and what city and state you're in, it could vary. We're going to use this for this example. The average assisted living cost per month per person is about $5,500 a month, okay? The average income is about $2,500. That's including your social security, maybe some pension, something going on that you have some income coming in. And the average savings account in this scenario is $125,000 in your bank account, okay? So with that scenario, you can live 36 months in an assisted living community. And that includes you know, cost of living adjustments. So as we, Greg and I mentioned earlier today, that is about the average, uh, a little over the average of how long you would need to live um, safely in an assisted living. Now, you could be longer, it could be shorter, but we're just giving you averages for purposes of this example. So in your head, if you don't have what I just said, that's when we need to do some serious uh, investigating some reporting, and definitely call preferred financial partners because Greg can help you with that. Second question, Greg, I'm going to need you for this one because it's on long-term care. We spend a lot of time on long-term care insurance. And here's the reason why. Because I would say only 20% of the people that call my office have long-term care insurance. And the ones that do are so happy they have it because you never know when you're going to need it. The question is this, when it comes to long-term care insurance... Does it qualify for asset forgiveness for a skilled nursing facility? So that's like a nursing home. You got it. And it absolutely does. So that does qualify. And it very similar to skilled nursing or if you're in your own home where you have a home health aid, that is something that it definitely qualifies for when you have that type of coverage. Excellent. Well, that's a good, that is a very good answer. And the last question that we get a lot, and you may or may not know this, listeners, is caregiver cost tax deductible? And it is. It actually is. How about that? I know. It's, it's, uh, it's a great thing. And, you know, the biggest thing with the caregiver, especially if they're self-employed or 1099, generally, you know, all of those costs are tax deductible. So, you know, at the end of the year, when you work with your accountant, you have to always have, you know, what did you pay during the year? Have that lined up, and that person will be able to direct that towards the right category for your taxes. So here's another. I'm going to throw in an extra tip just for you today. Excellent. <laughs> so what he's talking about is important to understand a 1099 yes. because if you're using a company, all right, there are lots of home care companies out there all over the United States. Many of them are very good. And they actually 1099 their employees. They have insurance for them. They're covered. They, they vet their employees. They know whether they can drive or not. They, they have all the information. I highly recommend that you use a company because 
If you just find a sweet little lady from church, or a friend of the family, or a neighbor, and they come over, and something happens on your property, yes, we have a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or if that person is injured worse, or or your loved one gets injured because they they're not sure how to pick them up appropriately. So you got to remember, these companies are training their caregivers. They know how to get someone in and out of bed. They're not going on Google or YouTube and trying to figure it out. Right. And that's what your neighbor or somebody close to you. Now they might be a little cheaper, and you might be able to pay cash for them. But the advantage of a company is multifold: licensed, bonded, insured. And they can submit a 1099 and you can write it off on your taxes. So there you go. Yeah, it's a win-win. It's a great tip. It's a great tip. I have one more question for you, Greg. What is the most common question that you get asked from your clients? It's actually more of a statement when I sit down with clients. A lot of the first initial conversations will say, you know, I really don't have enough money to start planning. And my response is always, it is beneficial for us to sit down to put a plan in place, create something towards your financial future, at least get a roadmap for that. And I can guarantee you, we probably will identify some money that maybe is on the sidelines or maybe that you're spending in excess monthly um, Like on your Starbucks bills, coffee? <laughs> on your Starbucks coffee, right? You're, you're five days a week going to Starbucks. Those are all things that I love to do because if we sit down, I can show you and set that roadmap up for you so at least you can get that process started. That's what it's all about. I've talked to so many people where I've gotten that that exact wording where, hey, I don't have enough money to start planning. But my conversation, no matter what it is, is start. let's start. Let's Eight. start it today. Absolutely. And whether it's $10 a month or $100 a month, whatever that budget is that you have that you can utilize, that is something that we will identify and work with with you. We just have a few short minutes left. So I thank you so much, Greg. We have enjoyed having you and listening to all of your expertise. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. You're listening to Next Steps for Seniors, and we'll be back. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones, host of the new podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, where we focus on conversations about aging. So if you're exhausted for caring for a loved one, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions about hospice care, or maybe you're just worried about your future, not wanting to be a burden on your children, we will help you answer those and more tough questions about aging. Join me each and every week as we walk through answering your questions about tomorrow. You can grow old with the wisdom and planning to make your golden years easier on your loved ones. Every single week, our podcast, Next Steps for Seniors, will help you embrace this time in your life instead of be fearful of it. So be sure to tune in, learn more about resources and information to make your life easier as you age. Next Steps for Seniors podcast. 
Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging with Wendy Jones. Have a question for Wendy or one of her guests? Drop an email to hello at nextstepsforseniors.com. That's hello at nextsteps, the number four, seniors.com. Now, back to the show. I really enjoy spending this time with you. I think that it's an important topic. I think it affects everybody. And I love helping answer your questions about tomorrow and doing it today. The better prepared we all are for life as we age, the better we're all going to age. And guess what? It's time to embrace it. Let's not fear it. And I think that is the biggest problem I see today is people fear aging. Guess what? It happens to everyone. So let's walk through this time with dignity. Let's have our head held high because we're educated, we're knowledgeable, we know what our plan A, plan B, and plan C is. <laughs> Instead of being like, what? My mom's in the hospital? I don't know what to do now. You'll be like, oh, wait a second. I just heard that on the podcast. So I know exactly what to do. And if you don't, you know how to contact us, which is hello at next steps with an s the number four seniors with an s.com we have numerous social media sites on many avenues so you can look for conversations on aging and we are definitely looking forward to moving on this journey with you together thank you for tuning in to next steps for seniors podcast and be sure to listen in next week because we will be talking about open enrollment and that is a very big deal if you're 65 and older which is a very large percentage of our population, by the way, it is a hot topic because not many people know what plan A, B, C, D is and what's covered, not covered, what Medicare Advantage plans are, what the advantage to those plans are. All of that we will be talking about on our next segment. Thank you for tuning in to Next Steps for Seniors podcast. We enjoyed sharing this time with you, answering your questions about tomorrow, today. And each and every week, we are going to have these conversations on aging. So be sure to tune in. Next week's podcast, again, is on Medicare. You don't want to miss it. Open enrollment is here soon. And it's extremely important that you're educated and make good decisions. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Next Steps for Seniors, Conversations on Aging. Be sure to tune in next week for another enlightening and empowering conversation.